Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, manic warfare. We'll be your guide through the separation of money and state. It's not one of those episodes today. It's a Bitcoin stays winning episode. Um, Tether announced that it's going to start uh, mining using renewable energies in Uruguay. Uh, the Texas anti-Bitcoin bill was defeated um, and the pro-Bitcoin bill passed. And then something on the regulatory side as well. We have a clip for you guys. Um, apparently, the state of Texas is moving forward to only allow exchanges that prove that they actually have, uh, you know, the the assets, the digital assets that they claim they do. Um, which, of course, you know, it's a it protects protects the consumer. Uh, you know, scam exchanges like FTX and Binance. I don't think they would be able to exist. And it's also very interesting as well, right? Uh, Gemini, uh, there's an article by Bloomberg, announced that it's looking to move its operations overseas. So it's a continuation of this, right? It's a continuation of Binance did the same thing, FTX did the same thing, you have Gemini doing the same thing. Um, I think the next bull market, and maybe this is way too, um, too aggressive to say this, but I think a lot of the, is it, yeah, it's the first two minutes, so I can't curse. A lot of the altcoin shenanigans, um, I don't think they'll be able to, I, I, I don't think these scammers will be able to get away with the things that they were able to get away with last bull run. Was this 2021 or 2017? 2017 was the Wild West for anyone who wasn't there, right? Like anything went. Um, and I think with this regulatory onslaught that's coming, um, I think I think a lot of these things won't be possible. So we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, we're going to talk about Bitcoin mining, Tether getting into Bitcoin mining, which is really interesting. Texas, again, securing itself as the Bitcoin mining state, uh, the Bitcoin Alamo state, like I like to call it. So very, very bullish news today. Uh, wow. Don't mess with Texas, I guess. Anyways, before we start the show, I want to bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic, wakes up with a smile on his face. How you doing, Opti? <laughs> uh, I'm good, bro. I, I I got some good rest last night, as you can tell. Your boy's been slipping on the Twitter because he needs some rest. I'm 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 I don't want to burn out over here, but hey, man, I'm excited for today's episode. I hope we get another Nico Jones rant because yesterday he went absolutely bananas. Love to see it. And then, of course, in the culture, we got a we got a special guest today, Jedi. So we're gonna talk all things about what Jedi's up to, triple elite memes, all that good stuff on Twitter. So let's just bring him in and let's get this show started. Yeah, 100%. And our special guest, part of the Triple Elite Meme crew. How you doing, Jedi? What's up, dude? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good, bro. Glad to be happy, here. Happy to have you on the show. And uh, I'm excited, excited, excited to talk about Triple. Like, yeah, Phil, sa Phil C says it himself. The ICOs in 2017 were out of control. Yeah, they can't do that anymore. They can't do that anymore. But, you know, don't. It's after the first two minutes, so you can't. But the first, the shit coiners are very inventive, and they'll definitely figure out a way. Next bull market, uh, make no mistake. But at least in the U.S., I think it's going to be difficult for them to sell their junk without you know the SEC stepping in saying, "Oh, look, you, you guys are clearly selling securities." It's not me just saying that too. It's like Michael Saylor has said this as well, right? Clearly, you know, regulators are getting a tremendous amount of pressure. They were completely embarrassed um after the ftx debacle like that was a disaster it made a lot of people look bad anyways everybody no more delay let's jump straight into numbers we got a lot to talk about let's check it out 
the Bitcoin numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody. I also want to tell you about the biggest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. We told you about Bitcoin 2023 for a while in Miami and in, in Miami Beach, Florida. I, I get I got to hang out with a lot of you guys in person. Really appreciated. But the next Bitcoin conference, the Bitcoin Bitcoin 2024, the year of the having is going to be not in Miami, but in Nashville. It's going to be Nashville, July 25th through the 27th. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference in the world. You definitely don't want to miss it. And you can take advantage of the early bird special price ticketing for a GA it's only 299 and for industry day it's 749 and good news you could use promo code simply to get yourself a major discount on these tickets to Bitcoin 2024 the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth at the time of recording the Bitcoin price is 26,960 sats per dollar 3,709 block height 792,000 274 reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,096 blocks to having 47,726 having estimate April 20th, 2024 total lightning network capacity, 5,350 Bitcoin capacity value, $144 million realized monetary inflation, 1.76% and the market capitalization of Bitcoin. $522 billion with a B. So we were talking about the regulatory environment earlier on um, and specifically in the state of Texas. I actually have a clip for you guys. I'm going to play it and then we'll talk about it. Let's check it out. Millions of people lost money in last year's collapse of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. But a bill that's been sent to the governor's desk now aims to regulate this kind of digital banking in Texas. Here's KVU's Derenisha Heron. If you're one of the millions of Texans who have invested in cryptocurrency, odds are you use an app like Robinhood or Coinbase to do so. Well, House Bill 1666 would make sure your money isn't caught up in fraud or stolen by these companies. We've seen it happen before with many digital asset providers, but notably what used to be one of the largest cryptocurrency exchange platforms, FTX. The leaders of that company are still facing litigation after being accused of taking billions of dollars from customers. House Bill 1666 would prevent that by requiring digital asset providers to maintain enough funds to ensure customers can withdraw their assets at any time, eliminate commingling customer funds with company assets, and present a report to the Department of Banking for a yearly audit. State Representative Giovanni Capriglione presented the bill and feels confident it will become law pending the governor's signature. You will be comfortable knowing that when you invest online, when you're buying cryptos, when you're trading it, when you're selling it, that those assets are being washed, that they are being managed, and that there's an audit trail that protects those assets. Failure to comply would lead to punishments ranging from a loss of license or criminal charges. Capriglione says cryptocurrency is being regulated all over the world, but Texas would be one of the first in the U.S. to do so. So he hopes the federal government will follow suit and lightly regulate cryptocurrency. At the state capitol, I'm Darren Heron. 
All right. Um, first of all, great reporting. Um, second of all, uh, so it sounds like they don't want uh, partially reserved exchanges, but what about banks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It's like, no, ex like exchange, like, you know, shitcoin exchanges, it can't do this, has to be one to one backed. Uh, but, you know, I love how banks are just like doing risky shit as well, but they're just held to like a different standard, which I find fascinating. But I mean, this is good. This is great consumer protection, obviously. But at the end of the day, um, not your keys, not your Bitcoin, right? Like, it, like you, you still, even if you, let's say even if for some reason you decided to use FTX to buy your Bitcoin, I have no idea why, but let's say you thought that was a good idea. Even if you used FTX to buy Bitcoin and you, every time you bought it, you took it into self-custody, you still would have avoided disaster, right? So, I mean, maybe this creates more confidence in consumers, but at the same time, what we should really be pushing um, is people, individuals taking Bitcoin into self-custody. Like that is really what's going to really move the mark is when millions upon millions of individuals all around the world um, are holding their own keys. Uh, that's really when are holding their own wealth, holding their own money. I think that's really what's going to change things. I think, you know, if people's wealth are on exchange, it's very easy to be co-opted by a government, to be taken over by a government. I think what we need is decentralization of wealth, right? Like we need people holding their own wealth. And we live in a world right now where people have outsourced that personal responsibility to banks. And that gives banks tremendous amount of power. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's what I would like to see. Um, I would like to see, uh, you know, people taking into self-custody. And again, it's very interesting how they're holding, you know, shitcoin exchanges to a certain standard. And then banks are just like, you know, and it's interesting because with banks, like there used to be a reserve requirement, but during the Trump administration, they got rid of that reserve requirement altogether. So it's not even fractional reserve banking anymore. It's like more, it's better said zero reserve banking because that's like the world that we live in. But of course, the shitcoin exchanges, they're held to a different standard. Banks are doing risky shit. Everyone remembers 2008. Right. So, I mean, like the lesson, like the fundamental lesson, if you get to like the the foundation is stop trusting other people with your money. Other people are incentivized to risk your money if they're holding on to it. Um, and it's it, and it, again, like it's not like banks are like, you know, twirling their mustaches and saying, ha ha ha, like this person deposited into his account. Now I'm going to take his money like the South Park meme. Um, like, you know, like the person, like he, he like deposits into the bank and then, uh, it's like, now it's gone. Like, it's like banks aren't doing that. Like they think they genuinely think that they're going to give you back a return. Like the shit coiners think that as well. Right. But you know, it's when shit hits the fan, right. Where self custody really, really shines. But I think this is a, this is a positive on a positive note. Uh, we have never had. I think since 2017, we have never had this amount of Bitcoin in self-custody. The, the amount of Bitcoin that's not being held on exchanges continues to go lower. And I think that's the silver lining of the FTX blow up. I think that's the silver lining of Celsius. I think that's the silver lining of all these exchanges, of the Gemini Earn bullshit, right? Is that people are finally learning, even though they have to get their metaphorical fingers burnt on the stove, they're finally learning, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Anyways, uh, or, 
Um, anyways, Opti, what, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it. Um, it's it's very interesting, the, the strenuous re regulations for Bitcoin companies. And it's a bit ridiculous because we know how uh, traditional banks are run. Well, They're I, all... think, I think they get caught up. Like, to, to be well, fair, obviously, like, I, I agree. think like the Bitcoin industry gets caught up in the yeah, crosshair, yeah, the crossfire of the shitcoin industry. So it's like, like these politicians are like, yo, this can't happen in the shitcoin industry. And then they just pl plump Bitcoin in there. And they're just like, yeah, this applies. Um, anyway, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, you know, why Why do we as Bitcoiners have to jump through so many hoops? And it, it's basically what, what you were saying, you know, that uh, shitcoiners make us all look bad. And I've been saying this for a long time on the show that. The FTX debacle will be used as low-hanging fruit for as long as humanly possible, for as long as they can to drag the Bitcoin industry through the mud. So, you know, I guess uh, when it's all said and done, I, uh, this Texas news, I guess it does help the common denominator, the average person uh, that may not know exactly what's going on in the Bitcoin and shitcoin space. But uh, I don't know. It just it seems like... Um, you know, rules for thee, but not for me type scenario. Like it, it just seems like we have to go through so many different hoops that no normal bank has to go through just for us to get Bitcoin. And it's, uh, you know, something as a Bitcoiner, it's like, it's a bit ridiculous, but I understand ex what they're trying to do. They're trying to help the, you know, the retail customer, but, um, you know, no, no law or anything will actually stop Bitcoin adoption. So I guess on the on the one hand, as all the shit coiners are calling for, it's like we need a clear regulation so that we can try to offer people products. But I don't know. Uh, a Bitcoin will just ride around. But hey, bullish. Shouts out to Texas. At least there is some clarity there. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, stack as many sets as possible. So. Shouts out to the people out there trying to do good, whether they are fully aware of what they're doing or not. They're, they're, at least their intentions are good, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Anyways, Jedi, what's your take on this, bro? It sounds to me like they're they're pretty confident in the the collapse of the traditional banking system, and to a lesser degree, the you know the the uh, sh the shitcoin DeFi um, in uh, ecosphere, and they're trying to beat it down into a into a manageable uh, scenario, and they're taking the, some of the first steps. Um, I'm I'm personally unbanked, but and don't really uh, not really for regulation in in many many ways. Um, but I'm you know I'm happy for Texas to try to strengthen their banking system because I definitely don't want to see a collapse soon because it won't be good for anyone, right? Even Bitcoiners. Yeah, that's my take. That's a good take. That's a good take. But uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. So you, you you kind of buried the lead a little bit though. You said you're unbanked. So was that like, did that happen to you? Were you targeted? Like, like, is that like a, no. is that something that you're no. choosing to do uh, on your own? Like you just like, you know, F banks, I'm going to go full Bitcoin only. I'm going to live on a Bitcoin standard. Is that something even possible to do? Like, how do you pay your bills and all that stuff? Uh, I get paid in Bitcoin and then I sell my Bitcoin to somebody that pays my rent for me. Okay. So, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, dude. So you're, yeah, you're, out. you're a hardcore Bitcoiner, bro. You're, you're, you're Bitcoin standard 100%. Like the infrastructure is not even there. You make it work anyways. That's right. Cool. Have you heard of the Bitcoin company, by the way? I heard they're awesome. Um, I, I think I have. Um, 
their their logo is the honey badger, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I basically live off the Bitcoin company. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to check them out again. I know I have looked at them. I think I looked at them right when they came out, and I forgot about it since. Oh man, oh man. Yellow says Jedi's a fiat pirate. Speaking of yellow, yellow's got a message. Everyone, don't stop. Me. Hello, yellow. That's my boy. Huddle to that feeling. Huddle to that feeling. I feel bad for Yellow. When is Bitcoin going to hit 100K? Hint, man. I can't, Yellow, shout out to you, brother. I can't believe that you're still holding holding down that room, bro. Uh, That's impressive shit. That's impressive shit. Was she like on day 600? (laughs) All the people watching this out there that don't come into Twitter spaces, come in and support our boy who has committed himself to do this for every single day until 100k until 100k he's gonna be so happy when bitcoin hits 100k you know, he's gonna be, be like, the happiest one like, yep yep all right that's it i'm done i'm done anyways everybody let's jump into the news we got a lot to talk about bitcoin stays winning let's do it the daily news the daily news is brought to you by blockstream jade Built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. I also want to give a shout out to the Orange Pill app. Stack friends who stack sats. Orange Pill app is building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you. It's me. It's Opti. It's Satoshi. It's Jedi. Download the Orange Pill app for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other plebs that live near you and you can go into the app totally anon and search for other Bitcoiners by common interests. Orange Pill app is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin only events. If you want to meet other Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. Sign up through the app store or you can even pay in stats. Download the Orange Pill app today. And again, Opti and I really appreciate all the love and all the messages that you guys send us. We do take the time to go through them one by one and respond. Uh, So we really appreciate you guys. Anyway, so in the last 72 hours, uh, this is Daniel uh, Batten. And he said in the last uh, 72 hours, this is a tweet uh, for our audio listeners. He said the last 72 hours has been a golden spell for Bitcoin mining. Texas anti-Bitcoin bill SB1751 is dead. Joe Biden's proposed 30% Bitcoin mining tax is dead. We covered that on yesterday's episode. And then Tether, renewable mining in Uruguay is born. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, Here is uh, part of, uh, I guess it's a a press release um, that came out. And I I love the wording in this. I just want to read it to you guys. Um, So it says SB751 would have severely inhibited Bitcoin mining in the state. Uh, The Texas Blockchain Council, Satoshi Action Fund, and the Chamber of Digital Commerce launched the, quote, Don't Mess with Texas Innovation uh, innovation Campaign on April 10, 2023. In response to SB1751, an anti-Bitcoin mining bill, which was introduced in the Texas legislature. Thanks to the work of these organizations and more than 5,000 grassroots participants, SB1751 
1751 was never brought for a committee vote in the House and failed to become law. If approved, SB 1751 would have raised energy prices for Texans and discriminated directly against the Bitcoin mining industry. Instead, Texas will be able to maintain its leadership on the cutting edge energy technology. Quote, the defeat of the anti-Bitcoin mining legislation in Texas is a huge victory, not only for Texas, but the whole nation. Uh, this is a quote by Dennis Porter. He goes on to say this quote, this win ensures that energy innovation will continue to grow in America and ensures we lead the world on Bitcoin mining. Most importantly, the win highlighted the power, uh, the power the Bitcoin community has when we unite to push back against bad policy. It shows that our community and industry can win when we work together. And, and we've referred to the Bitcoin community many times on the show is this decentralized immune system, everyone acting out of their own incentives, right? They're, you know, the, they obviously hold a bag of Bitcoin, they have Bitcoin into self custody, and then they, they kind of chime in. They're like, you know, uh, whether that's exposing shit coiners, exposing scammers, or, you know, on the political front, which I feel like is going to accelerate as, you know, the separation of money and state continues, um, and the state, you know, continues to get kind of uh, trapped into a corner, I think the political stuff is going to uh, it's going to uh, it, it, it's it's going to become more predominant. It's going to become more obvious. Right. The attacks from the nation state, you know, the attacks from the establishment, they're going to come to become more apparent. Um, so shout out to, you know, the, the Texas Blockchain Council. Shout out to Dennis's Porter, Dennis Porter Satoshi Action Fund. We had him on the other day and the Chamber of Digital Commerce. Shout out to all these people. They fought back. Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know who's not in the know, uh, since the CCP, since the Chinese Communist Party banned Bitcoin mining, um, the vast majority, the, the uh, a huge part of that hash rate uh, migrated to uh, the great state of Texas, right? So Texas is big on Bitcoin mining. Obviously, you know, uh, their grid also kind of depends on it. You can make that argument, which is such a crazy argument to say. Um, but yeah, this is this is absolutely bullish. Uh, moving on, here's Pierre's take. Pierre was very, very well. He was heavily involved, uh, especially when the New York Times came out with their hit piece, which coincidentally, by the way, came out around the same time that Joe Biden uh, said, hey, we we, uh, you know, uh, we must tax Bitcoin miners 30 percent, which coincidentally came uh, came out around the same time that one of the actors from Harold and Kumar uh, came out with, you know, a, like a, a, a propaganda video piece on, you know, the quote unquote environmental effects on Bitcoin. So clearly there's a propaganda war against this. And Pierre Richard's video, which he created for Riot, uh, which he posted on the New York Times, uh, you know, tweet promo of their article was so useful because, you know, it like he literally took a CO2 meter, put it behind an ASIC and said, look, ASICs don't pr produce CO2. And that's at a very important discussion because what the New York Times tried to do is they tried to misrepresent. And the real discussion, and I think the world that, you know, these bureaucrats and the people that are anti-Bitcoin, the people that are the the, the, the change the code people, um, they, they want to live in a world where they get to decide what energy use is not okay and what energy use is okay. So video game, okay. Toaster, okay. Washing machine, OT, okay. Electric car, okay. AC, maybe, depends. Uh, Bitcoin miner, definitely not. That's a dangerous toaster. We definitely don't want that type of energy use. And that's absolutely bonkers, right? Where we live in a world where a bureaucratic elite 
uh, get to decide what energy use is okay and what energy use is not okay. That is a very, very slippery slope. And mind you, so it starts with Bitcoin mining, obviously because Bitcoin mining is the clear and present danger, but how long until it becomes something like a gas stove, for example? Um, and that isn't just me saying that, that's, you know, that's, that's, their, that's their proposals, which is absolutely crazy. Anyways, uh, Pierre Richard goes on to say, this is his tweet, he says, this has been a great week and the headlines are just the tip of the iceberg. Lots of great work being done by excellent teams of Bitcoiners on the ground and behind the scenes, around the world, around the clock. It's not always fun, but the mission, the mission, the, but the mission is the motive. And this falls down to you, all of you individuals, right? Doesn't matter if you have a big following, doesn't matter if you're an anon on Twitter, every like, every tweet that you like, every tweet that you retweet, um, every response that you give back to when the European Central Bank says, hey, uh, inflation is the worker's fault, right? Every response that you do functions as a metaphorical bullet in this information war that we're fighting in the battlegrounds of the internet. So take agency, take action, get involved. Remember, when the New York Times tried to use the Twitter community posts and they tried to debunk Pierre's radio, uh, video that he made for Riot, um, we fought back. We, we, we went back, used Twitter systems, and said that note wasn't helpful. And then the note got removed, right? So this is what we mean by narrative trench warfare, right? This is a battle, Not it's not a kinetic war. It's a battle over winning over the hearts and minds of individuals. And Unfortunately for them, we have the truth on our side. Anyways, that's why they have to lie. That's why they have to misrepresent. Anyways, um, so in, in other news on the other side of the world, so uh, or the southern part of the world, uh, Tether invests in energy production and sustainable Bitcoin mining in Uruguay. Goes on to say, uh, quote, Tether is investing in renewable energy sources to support and promote sustainable Bitcoin mining, an essential component in upholding the world's most robust and secure monetary network. To accomplish this ambitious objective, Tether is actively seeking to uh, augment its team by recruiting experts in the energy sector. By harnessing the power of Bitcoin and Uruguay's renewable energy capabilities, Tether is leading the way in sustainable and responsible Bitcoin mining. Uruguay has emerged as a global leader in renewable energy, achieving a remarkable 94% of electricity generation from renewable sources, predominantly wind and solar power. Blessed with abundant natural resources, Uruguay offers ideal conditions for the production of renewable energy, facilitating the establishment of wind farms, solar parks, and hydropower projects, guaranteeing a consistent supply of clean and environmentally friendly, friendly energy. And this is what we always say, right? Bitcoin doesn't just use energy. Bitcoin uses excess energy, right? That's why you have the kingdom of Bhutan that has this excess hydroelectric capacity. And, you know, they, they kind of, they throw their hat in the ring. They say, hey, you know what? Um, we, uh, uh, you know, we can, you know, we have all this abundant uh, 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 electrical capacity uh, and capability. Uh, what are we going to do with that, right? Before it would go to waste, Bitcoin gives that otherwise wasted energy value. And that's, nothing else does that. No shitcoin does that. No government subsidy does that, right? Only Bitcoin does this. And I think that trend is going to continue to accelerate and more people around the world are going to wake up to that reality, right? Bitcoin gives value to otherwise wasted energy. 
um, which is extremely, extremely bullish. So anyways, just a bullish day today, bro. Usually we're fighting the monetary demons. We're usually covering what the demons are doing and what they're fighting back. And but today's a day of victory. Today's a day of victory, right? So the anti-Bitcoin mining bill defeated in Texas, the pro-Bitcoin mining bill passed. Uh, you know, the Joe Biden's proposed 30% tax got struck down. And, uh, you know, renewable Bitcoin mining uh, is, is being spun up in, in, uh, in Uruguay. And the hash rate continues to make all-time highs. And, of course, TikTok next block. Blocks keep coming in. Opti, we still we, we stay winning, bro. It sounds, sounds like we're staying winning, bro. Uh, it sounds almost like the Bitcoin incentives are just too strong to... Uh, too strong. You can't resist it. <laughs> to avoid it. But, uh, man... It. It's, I, I'm glad to see that Texas isn't LARPing on Liberty today because it seemed like they were for a little bit because we know uh, embracing Bitcoin is obviously something that all freedom-minded people will be doing and are doing. So instead of fearing Bitcoin, it's nice to see that Texas is embracing them. But of course, I, I say it all the time, man. You know, does, uh, does boomers writing things down on paper really affect Bitcoin? I don't know. You guys are still running the node, still taking Bitcoin into self-custody. So I don't know. That's probably another topic. But we know there's abundant amount of energy in Texas and uh, Bitcoin mining will help Texas stay innovating and pushing Texas into the bright orange future. So you just love to see it. And uh, shouts out to Pierre. He's by far one of my favorite Bitcoiners. I wouldn't be here without Pierre's work either at Nakamoto Institute or his old podcast, the Noted Bitcoin Podcast. Uh, a true legend fighting propaganda with memes. Absolutely, wait, absolute Bitcoin Chad is is uh, where I'll go with this. But uh, love to see just Bitcoin mining continue to help the world and and go to places with excess energy and just do what we know it can do, and that is incentivize uh, you know, good energy use around the world and bring everyone into that bright orange future. So it's again, you know, Bitcoin just stays winning. The Bitcoin incentives are too strong to avoid. And this is this may be happening in a slow process in real time, but if we really think about how fast everything is happening in the Bitcoin space, man. The hyper Bitcoinization might be here close, might be closer than we think, even though it's probably going to take uh, a lot, a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> you had a question. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. BTC Sessions is asking Opti if you got a new haircut. No, and no touching of the tips though. Why? That's your guys' thing. That's just us. That's just us. Hashtag Ben Nico. Um, anyways, Jedi, what's your take on all this, brother? You know, I'm super happy to hear that the stranded energy argument is start, is actually getting really good traction now. Pierre is a, is a is a soldier. You know, he's he put he put in the work, and we in the Twitter you know in Twitter uh, sphere we memed you know memed him and helped boost that. You know, let people know. You know, if if you haven't been following it, you know it's been a it's been a thing, and uh, we love him for it. Um, so many of our friends and, and are actually, you know, doing this up in Canada and in Texas, they're wildcatters, you know, they're out there doing this, doing the do and it's tough work. Um, and my hat's off to them and the miners, including, uh, some, some people, uh, on, in here right now. Yeah. 100% dude, 100%, uh, you know, shout out to what's, what's going on. What's going on in Texas is, you know, it's 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 incredible. Bitcoin stays winning, whether it's El Salvador, Uruguay, Bhutan, Texas, Nigeria. Like, you know, it's, I don't think these central bankers know what, what's going to hit them, man. 
Bitcoin just stays winning. Anyways, before we get to the culture, I want to give a very special shout out to BitPlates. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. Your dog could eat it. Your cat could eat it. Definitely don't want to do it. You want to store your generational wealth on steel. This is the BitPlates Domino. It's designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and passphrases made from highly cohesion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. You can use the promo code uh, simply for 10% off anything on bitplates.com. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. Let's do it. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Also, guys, I want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. If you have any questions, doubts, or concerns, please... Hit me up on Twitter or send me a message on the Orange Pill app. Anyways, Opti, uh, what are we talking about today, bro? Well, you guys know what I like to do. I like to feature our guests so they can have a platform to speak about Bitcoin. So, Jedi, I think I'm going to start with uh, the classic rabbit hole story question. Uh, what originally attracted you to Bitcoin and how has Bitcoin changed your life? Well, I was originally attracted to Bitcoin in 2012 through Silk Road. Um, I, Legend. Uh, yeah, I had, I was, I had a vendor account there and I was, um, introduced to it that way. The white paper was uh, posted at the bottom of the, of the page. And, uh, that's where I first read it, um, thrown really into the deep end because it was just, it was part of the, it was part of the, uh, how the website functioned and, you know, how we we were fleshing out the first real true free and open marketplace for, for Bitcoin to, to, uh, to show the world what it could actually do. And speaking of the Silk Road, what, what do you think about what happened, what they did to Ross Albrecht? What's your personal opinion on that? Well, my personal opinion is, is that, I mean, they gave, I mean, they gave the guy more time than they've ever given any other human being in, in history. And that should, that should say it all, you know, that, that they they made an example out of him that is at the level of you know of, uh, of something that's it can should be considered an atrocity right why do you and, think they wanted to make an example out of him because he, he was the first one to free to free bitcoin into the marketplace and show it show what it could do before they were able to stop it and i think in some way they thought that they had enough they had enough leverage to stop Bitcoin before that. And in the end that, that he truly was able to free it to the world there. Um, and it, and it escaped velocity way, right? So that it was no longer able to be stopped. 
I can't see any other real good reason unless they think that he has a, a whole cache of it and they he won't give it to them. Absolutely. Anyways, Opti. Uh, Love it. Uh, I kind of want to jump in on uh, what you talked about earlier. Uh, you said you're unbanked. Uh, how is it living on the Bitcoin standard today? Um, well, it's it's uh, it's for me, it's you know, it's relatively it's relatively easy. You know, I. Uh, it's. Uh, um, I don't know. It's just it's been it's it's been actually more freeing because I don't I don't have to worry about the banks shutting off my accounts or something like that, um, charging me extra fees and things like that all the time. Um, it just uh, it just made I, I live in Northern California. I work in cannabis cannabis compliance, and it's easy for me to work in a in a bartering type of system to begin with. Um, I've been, um, on, you know, on, I've been like we spoke of before. I'm a, I've, I'm an avid grateful dad follow and a fan and follower. I've been, um, you know, on tour since the early 1980s. Um, and that whole community is, is again, a group of people that have their own, own community within, you know, within a very small ecosystem. Um, and, you know, some of the, the, you know, the ideas of, you know, living free, you know, and have always been something that I've done even before Bitcoin. So what you're saying is that because of your local community, uh, that enables you to live on a Bitcoin standard, right? It's the community around you that enables that. It's not necessarily that there's infrastructure built yeah yeah i'm the uh, you know whenever i need something i can i can go to the to the bitcoiners that i've you know that i that i know that i've made bit you know that i've orange pilled and i can you know if i when i take bitcoin for because i can just ask for them you know for payment in bitcoin and i sell it to other bitcoiners yeah love it I, yeah i have non-kyc Love it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm on the Bitcoin standard as well. I use the Bitcoin company pretty much to survive. I have I have yet to figure out how to pay my landlord in Bitcoin because they they don't uh, they aren't orange pilled. But anyways, let's go on to the next topic that I want to talk about. Uh, Jedi, what is triple elite memes and what do you guys do on Twitter? <laughs> triple elite memes were a toxic Bitcoin maxi, you know, uh, group of memers um, that started um, right when Twitter spaces began, um, right in the, f the first few months of it, um, we uh, came together as a group of, of just uh, people that were fleshing out the new space of, um, of spaces. <laughs> and um, we like to meme and we decided, a few of us decided to get together and meme together, right? And it grew into a group of, of over 50 people. And um, we all kind of bounce ideas off of one another and uh, and build memes together and in some ways. And um, and when we see things in the space that we think are particularly suspect, um, we bring it to light so that the other Bitcoiners can see and figure out what they think about it. Um, and, uh, and we put a little spice on it there. 
as you can see. And um, we take on some topics that and some people in the Bitcoin space that are considered peers um, because we, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell who's working in the space and who's not, um, who's, you know, who has corporate sponsorships and, and who's not. I mean, um, obviously we understand where you guys are and you're sponsored by Swan. Um, we have had our issues with Swan. Uh, we don't really need to go into that here necessarily. Um, but we just want everything to be, you know, better for the community. And if we can point out things in a way that, uh, that gets that done, that's, that's, and apparently we've been doing that to some, to some extent, and we're happy to do it. Um, and it's fun for us, right? We don't have any corporate sponsorships, um, and we just do it for the love of Bitcoin and for the for the love of memeing. Um, we think it's a, we think it's a superior form of communication. Um, I do personally, um, and um, so does some of our friends, like you know the Meme Factory, who inspired us initially to to begin to begin this group of memers. Um, Yellow and uh, Greg Zod, shout out to both you boys. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the origin story there. Love it. Okay, uh, I did see on the Twitter timeline uh, we got tagged in this meme. I wish I could play it, but there's some background music and it might uh, mess with the copyrights of YouTube. But uh, we went back and forth in the, in the DMs, and uh, you guys have been very critical about El Salvador. We talked about this in the DMs. So, uh, do you want to talk about that right now? Uh, why are you guys so critical in regards to El Salvador and the Bitcoin adoption and Bukela in general? Well. You know, I was uh, I was there when uh, Boo Kaley and his brother, his brother came into spaces and moved uh, and took us into the chambers with him when he introduced the bill. Um, and we, most of us in the space, didn't know if it was real or not. <laughs> it was a very interesting time. Um, it was really kind of some of the first times I'd really heard about El Salvador in general, um, and. Um, it grew into um, this uh, this uh, growing support for El Salvador in general, and I was asked to do with uh, with uh, a couple of other Bitcoiners that do like a Bitcoin. They did the Bitcoin Day, and it was like a twenty four hour um, tribute for Bitcoin in El Salvador and Lucas, one of the, one of my, one of the Twitter, um, Twitter friends is, was, uh, organizing that and he still does it. Um, and he introduces like new countries to, to Bitcoin, Twitter and Bitcoin spaces. Well, I had, uh, some reservations about, you know about supporting like i'm a non i'm in i'm not i'm a non-statist um, i don't support politicians in pretty much any way so i had some reservations about actually doing the show because i'm you know my my i'm a you know i'm a toxic memer and i didn't really want to be involved in anything like that necessarily but i ended up talking to newt and i asked his opinion on what he thought and he said 
you know, what you should just keep your, 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 your mind on is that this is celebrating what Bitcoin did in El Salvador, right? Not the other way around. And not to be supporting like the politicians of that country. And so I took that initial stance and I just, you know, as I do here, essentially. And then we started seeing, you know, this, the, you know, the, um, what's been happening in El Salvador as far as suspension of human rights and mass incarceration and in an attempt to quote unquote, take back a country um, with the use of state and military force to do so against a population. Um, and I think that human rights violations have been happening en masse. And I think that some of the larger Bitcoiners like Max Kaiser has been celebrating these events and basically packaging commercials for the space and for, uh, for El Salvador in general. And literally his entire timeline has been dedicated to Bukele. Um, in my opinion, he's cemented himself as a quartier amongst the amongst the royalty of El Salvador. And um, that doesn't take anything away from what he's done in the past. And literally the man orange pilled me. So, you know? so okay, so hold on a second. So what is a courtier? What can you define what that is? Somebody that has the ear of the king in general that were the president of the United of the United States. It was uh, like the Sir Francis Riley of our day. So Bitcoiners Right. Um, we don't have a nation state. We didn't have a nation state until El Salvador, meaning we didn't have a, 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 a jurisdiction that or a, a state really that has a monopoly on violence in certain geographical area until El Salvador. So Opti and I joke about this all the time, but we're half joking. Right. And look, we're going to hold the line in the U.S., but if they make Bitcoin illegal and obviously we operate a Bitcoin company. Right. Where else is there to go? Um, so, you know, you could say what you want about Max and you could say what you want about Naim Bukele and that he's a dictator and, you know, and that he has the dictator tendencies and, you know, this, this and that. Yeah, of that, but we're close, you know. We yeah, but how is the U.S. any different? How is any other country? Do you, like, so like I come from Latin America, right? Like you're you're judging a Central American country that has been plagued with war and corruption for decades and you're holding them to the same, um, to the same, uh, to the same, you know, standards that you would hold a Western country. You know, that whole area of the world is just plagued with corruption, right? So like, so like, why is it that you guys are focusing on El Salvador, like, for example, like, what about Venezuela? Like, you know, the country completely destroyed by its government went from one of the wealthiest in the world to one of the poorest. Um, what about the corrupt government of Venezuela? What is it about El Salvador that has you so focused on? I would say Naim Bukele, who just recently brought on Saifedean Amos as a uh, presidential economic advisor, meaning it's the first nation state that's going to push forward um, Austrian, uh, 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 an Austrian economist, right? Not a fiat economist or a Keynesian economist. 
I would say that is actually helping us. It's not hurting us. Like, wouldn't you say that it's better attacking central bankers or attacking governments that are pro fiat versus attacking governments that are pro Bitcoin? Yeah, I believe I believe it probably is. You know, I just think that I still have the problems with the human right violations. You know, that's that's what about the human rights violations in Venezuela? What about the human rights violations in the United States? What about the human rights violations all over Central America? Why is it specifically El Salvador? Just because we're focused on that. I mean, the entire Twitter feed is filled with it. And that's gotcha. that's probably why. I mean, when the focus shifts to something else and, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, they, you know, something, you know, some things start to change in a in a way that that makes it makes it feel a little more like some freedoms have been restored within El Salvador and not like a, an overwhelming sense of the, you know, of, of force creating the semblance of of, you know, of people feeling like they're free. What about the human rights abuses by the gangs that controlled the country before Nayib Bukele? Yeah, I know they had they had serious issues with extortion within the country, and I think, like there, you know, I don't think there was any real good answer to it. But I still think that they're the the way that they're they're treating the prisoners within the country is excessive. You mean the gang members that murdered people? It doesn't matter. Yes. Yes, even them. Okay, what about the human rights abuses by the U.S. government? What about the human rights abuses yeah, that absolutely. happened in all part yeah, and like all part of the world? Like, and I've been, the, you know, I've been, I've had that, I've had the same issues. I've done, I've done time in prison myself. Mm. You know, and it's for things that are legal today. So, in your eyes, right? Just to be clear, Jedi, right? So the country lowered their murder rate from being one of the highest in the world to being one of the lowest in the region. And you still think that's a net negative? I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a net negative, but I don't, I still think that, you know, this is, this, it, it got, it's gone too far there. It's gone too far. What has the crackdown you know, too far too quickly? Yes. The crackdown. Even though I mean, it, it's potentially saving innocent people's lives. Well, you think you you think that this is like this has stopped something that has been tribal in a region for a hundred years. I mean, this does not change in this in the hills of the surrounding areas. It doesn't change a thing. You know, just because they've swept the streets and the major areas in the downtown areas of El Salvador doesn't mean that the rest of the surrounding areas, it doesn't, it's still not just as bad. They did the same thing in Jamaica back in the 1980s, and you guys might be too young to remember it, but they had a whole um, push to try and make Jamaica a place that was, you know, shown to be safe. So you, so you have a right, you, you have an issue with how, you know, these criminals are being treated in El Salvador. What would you say to the fact that Naim Bukele has a 85 to 90% approval rating in the country? That's much higher, by the way, than, you know, Joe Biden here in the U.S. 
Yeah, well, it looks like the the people have spoken. I just, you know, that's my thing is, is that I, you know, I wouldn't go there and give up my rights. And that's, you know, they're, they're citizens of the country. They're, if they want to do that, they're more than welcome to. Yeah. So what would you say about the, your rights being chipped away here in the U.S.? Well, I think that, you know, that is, uh, that just leads to revolution Mm. in some way. So let's hope it's the peaceful one through Bitcoin because I can't see any other way that's not going to affect everything in general. So making one little area in El Salvador safe, quote unquote, safe and having, you know, Pacusa stands in, you know, in, in the, in the, uh, in the, you know, in the conversation, you know, it just feels like a commercial, right? And I just want people to, you know, really think about this on more than one level, you know, I think, um, you know, I, I don't want to see people get hurt ever. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not like pro prisoner or something like that. I, you know, I think that, um, there is a place for that, you know, and I realize how violent MS-13 is and some of the other gangs. And they borderline being like, you know, terrorists. So it's like, you know, what do you do in those scenarios? It's really hard to say. It's just really difficult to see someone like Max Kaiser almost cheerleading the event, you know, and it's like, lay off that aspect of it because it still involves humans at the end of it that are being that are suffering on all sides of it so yeah but but the but these humans that you're speaking about right not all of them but a big majority of them were causing harm to other human beings yeah but there's the people who are left are the mothers and the fathers of those those men that are locked up in prison because they're products of their of the environment of being so poor that they had no other choice and that's politically driven that has nothing to do with them they're just tribal warriors out there trying to make it you know and unfortunately they made them into monsters in order to do what they did right which is terrifying so now they have to dismantle what it is they did themselves nico you know and it's and these men have to suffer for it and if that's the case and the people want it, then that's what they're that's what they're asking for. So you're saying that the actions, the individual actions of these gang members are not their fault. It was pushed on by someone else onto them. Is that is that is that what you're saying? Collectively, yes, Nico. Okay, I, I I love this conversation. I love that we are having uh, differing opinions on Simply Bitcoin. But there is one last thing I'd like to touch on, lighten the mood a little bit. Um, Jedi, one of the things that I do love about Triple Elite memes is uh, the Sign the Waiver movement and the Bitcoin Fight Club. Uh, was oh, that yeah. the first one? Uh, can we talk about this real quick before we get back into the memes? Absolutely, man. Okay, so tri- so triple elite memes. We started the Bitcoin Fight Club um, two years ago at the in Miami, and it, it was uh, it's in response to 
um, a few people that, you know, we've, we, you know, battle with back and forth, um, and Twitter spaces, uh, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin, uh, Fuckboy and Amish and a few others fought for the first time. And, uh, you know, some of the guy, one of the guys from Bitcoin, you know, magazine and one of our guys from, from tri triple elite memes. And we had, we held, uh, three fights at a, at a, um, a venue that hosted us. Um, and what it was is kind of response to people, you know, talking smack to one another and, uh, just being like, you know, it's kind of like a fight. It's a fight club. Right. So we, we kind of decided to form that and people showed up. So, uh, and, uh, it looks like you were there at the first one. And, uh, yeah, so, um, he, uh, uh moved it and there's uh, one in, um, going to be coming up in Nashville. Um, and so we have the hashtag sign the waivers. A lot of people have probably seen and, a lot of uh, a lot of people, including, you know, one of our one of our fallen friends on Bitcoin Spaces, um, was at state at Stasky Twelve and Stasky, you know, is, she was uh, rest in peace. She passed away in a car crash um, on the 16th of this this month, and um, you can see it in my Twitter feed. It's right below my pin tweet. If anybody's interested in checking it out. Um, and she was uh, she was the one who was always hollering that at people, you know, telling them to sign the waiver. And um, we have a waiver set up at that at that uh, at at um, Bit Fight Club at Bit Fight Club, um, so that we can match fight people that want to fight each other up. Um, and this is legal, fight. by the way, right? This is yeah, this it's legal. Is, this is legal <laughs> fighting. Like this isn't yeah. just yeah, it's in a cage. It's, yeah, we uh, have a, we actually have waivers. We set it up with MMA fighting. As you see, the ring up there is actually um, the fight. Um, I, so I love this. I, I thought it's awesome. That's fuckboy and Amish right there. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I I highly highly encourage this. I I'm I I think I have too many concussions, so I'm I'm trying to save my last brain cells here. But uh, I think it's awesome that we can, you know. Uh, transport the keyboard warriors into real life and uh you know people face the consequences of talking shit on the internet i think it's great i think this is good for the community as a whole or at least the bitcoin community because i i mean i hate saying bitcoin community the bitcoin twitter community uh i think this is an awesome 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 thing to do so hey you guys got beef sign the waiver and and shout out to uh david and represent for because you guys <laughs> were merged out that that was dope oh man yeah, we need the space there to say something for david x who's one of our tem memers he's in you know we're we're all independents you know within our within this you know within this group of memers and um david x is one of those guys and uh you know which encourages there's a lot of mma you know enthusiasts within our groups and we uh we think that you know iron you know steel sharp and steel and we you know we're we're about about that life you know getting in in spaces debating in the ring in real life debating seeing you know people in real life that you know that that may not be you know exactly uh legit in the space and you know and uh you know get in the ring you know hashtag uh sign the waiver bit boy anybody you know if you want to get in the ring and we got a bunch of people that would love to just put you know put on some gloves and see you 
Yeah, and I just want to emphasize <laughs> this, is, this is all legal, right? You guys checked all the boxes and you guys did it all the right way. Is that correct? Because yes, I know I know right, fighting yeah. isn't legal in some states. Yeah, well, we can't declare a winner. The Boxing Commission, there's rules. We've we've figured it out, and uh, yeah, we're everything will be safe. And uh, you know, we have a, you know, we've even had offers from from some people like um, like McShane to to referee who is a professional MMA fighter, and you know, they you know at these events they they have their own people there to begin with to make sure that it's you know. That everything is correct the gloves are right and all our guys are safe and know what they're doing so yeah, yeah we, we do have control guys yeah yeah and i just want to mention that uh after after the first event like the 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 respect on both sides was palpable and it was like okay like this this was like an awesome uh, i don't know bonding experience for everyone and uh it, it just it personally um made me respect everyone on both sides of like, okay, like, you know, people, people are, are still actually men out there. I know, I know people are saying it's just games and stuff, but I don't know. It was, it was a pretty cool uh, community bonding experience to say the least. But uh, Nika, I'm looking at the, the time now. Maybe we need to get into the memes. We right need now. to get into the memes, bro. It's just a <laughs> great conversation today on the culture. I love, been loving it. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the memes. Let's check them out. The daily meme review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Nico. Look at wine. <laughs> Wine's challenging Nico. Oh, oh. Sign the waiver, wine. Winner, winner gets 30k. <laughs> winner gets 30k. Uh that's all that's all uh, uh inside geez. jokes. That's inside jokes behind behind the scenes for everyone here at the Simply Bitcoin uh Telegram group. But anyways, this is the meme review where you guys tag us in memes, you guys send us memes in our Telegram group or on Twitter and and we do our best to get as many as possible. As you guys know, we are in an information war. And the best way to ridicule the PSYOP, the trillion dollar PSYOP campaign against you is by making the memes, spreading the signal, getting the calls of actions out there. And uh, also, you know, building up your buddies, morales, your friends out there so that they can keep their head in the game because it is a war of attrition out there. And it's just very important that everyone stays on the mission. We understand exactly why we do what we do. And, uh, you know, just continue sending us the memes. We appreciate it. Of course, drop your meme review score in the chat and we will cover it live. Okay, first meme is by my buddy Ropium, and he goes, who did you help along the way? Hashtag Bitcoin, and I know you guys saw this meme uh, format in the past where it's we got the one guy looking at the the cliff, and he's sad, and we have the, the other person optimistic looking at the Bitcoin future, and here we have them talking about it on the bus, and of course the optimistic one has laser eyes, and he's just like, have you heard about Bitcoin, good sir, because Bitcoin 
Bitcoin will allow you to live a better life. And why are you so sad? Because you just need to uh, lift weights and stack sats and eat good and everything will be better for you. Anyways, this next meme is by The Cooge on Twitter. And he goes, the worst part of the ledger leaks were the hex mailers. And we have this meme here. I, I don't know what movie this is from, but we got uh, Johnny Depp here with the kid. And he goes, ledger leaked your address. And the kid asks, well, I forever live my life in fear of attacks. And Johnny Depp <laughs> gives him a hug. And he goes, worse, you will have endless shitcoin flyers. Absolutely devastated and wrecked. Okay, this next meme is by at Maxi's Club. And it goes, 411. And it simply says only. And we got a female Pepe and a Bitcoiner Pepe eating some pizza. And the female goes, he's probably thinking about other women. And the Bitcoiner just goes, there will only be 21 million Bitcoin. This is all we ever think about. How can I get more sats? Because there's only ever going to be 21 million. Okay, this next one is by my boy at Flacky Boy, our AKA Flacco on Twitter. And again, I don't know where this meme comes from, but it's a good template. And uh, we got Nicholas Cage here and he goes, how were you able to hodl through two bear markets? And we have Pedro on the bottom with the crazy look and the smile. And he goes, I can't find my private keys. The force hodl confirmed. Okay, this next meme is by at Toxic Bitcoiner. And we got this trad con female Wojak girl. And she goes, I haven't met my soulmate yet. And she's in a in a, in a bar or a cabin on, on a farm. And he goes, I haven't met my soulmate yet. But I like to think that's just because they're busy doing something really important. And the really important thing is a Pepe the Frog with his ASIC plugged in. He's reading the Bitcoin standard. He has his cold card and he's listening to Michael Saylor say, what's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs> okay. This, this next meme is by at Vera Vita and it goes hashtag Bitcoin doesn't care. And we got a refurbished uh, honey badger. Don't give AF with laser eyes and the Bitcoin logo. And it's got the, um, what are, what are the, the porcupine needles in it? And they are AI and taxation and can't scale and number go up mindset and solar flares and government FUD and crime money and ESG and volatility and culture wars and ordinals and China ban and quantum computing and Bitcoin is dead. It's never coming back. Yeah, absolutely devastated because I have to give you guys some some charts here every once in a while. I got I to gotta feed the hopium in here for you guys every once in a while. So shouts out to the Bitcoin therapist, a.k.a. the BTC therapist on Twitter. And he goes, green candles are coming. And if you guys haven't seen this chart, this is probably one of my favorite charts ever. It is the Bitcoin price in yearly candles. And as you can see, there is a very real pattern here. And I know history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And so, hey, I know I like to stay stupidly bullish here, guys. And I think <laughs> hopefully this is going to happen again. But we don't know what the future holds. I'm not going to speculate here because Nico yelled at me yesterday. <laughs> but anyways, just look at the, can the, the pattern. Three green candles, one red candle. Three green candles, one red candle. Three green candles, one red candle. And 2023 is the first green candle. So will we be seeing two years of green Ooh. candles? Ooh. I absolutely <laughs> hope so. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Drop your meme review score in the chat and we will cover it live. My meme review score today, Nico, is uh, this Pez candy Bitcoin orange pill dispenser. If you Very know, nice. you know. I think Very I'm nice. going to keep it mint too. Well, it's not really mint, but I'm not going to open it. I'm going to give it some flashcards. I thought it was the sound. Both. All right. I, I'm going to give it. 
some frequency work hit you in the heart chakra. Oh, heart chakra, heart good, chakra frequency. Absolutely. Good way love to it. clear clear everyone's uh, clear, aura clear, today. I clear it. Um, anyways, we started a poll before we get to everyone's uh, score numbers. I asked everyone in the beginning of the show if they thought the U.S. government was going to make Bitcoin illegal, and the poll closed with nine eight. It was 172 votes. 84% of you said no, and 15% said yes. So very, very interesting numbers. Uh, but before we get to... Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the scores, uh, Wine is saying that I am 300 pounds. This it's is fake true. news. Opti, Opti's massive. He's like a sumo wrestler. Anyways, we want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor, uh, represent, representltd.com. Opti is wearing the Simply Bitcoin merch. More Simply Bitcoin merch is dropping soon. You can take advantage of the promo code simply-bitcoin. Get 10% off anything on the representltd.com store. And you could scan the QR code on the screen right now. It will take you directly to the represent store and the the thing the the only product that's available at the moment is the classic simply bitcoin represent classic snapback uh snapback hat snapback hat anyways opti let's get through some of the meme scores let's do it yellow yellow gibbs this meme a get milking the scene copy pasta tweet very, very nice. Roman stack sats, uh, meme score, a knack for the memes, a knack for Opti's fresh fade, and a nod to gang violence. Next one. <laughs> we got Elaine, a world where Bitcoiners never act like fiat warmongers promoting violence. Bitcoin is love. Very, very nice. A Miami girl rejected by wine, but recommended for Opti. Opti fighting wine but to defend my honor. Live tonight at BK, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If Opti loses, I dump him. Uh, Steve Dre, uh, one MS-13 tat removal without anesthesia, Yellowstone style. Oof, 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 oof. That sounds painful. Narwhal Tacos, meme score. 13 IYK. I know, I know. What is it? Dude, how do you not know it by now? If you know, you know. If you know, you know. There you go. And Sail Dog. I give those memes five rounds of Bitcoin Rumble. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, my camera overheated. My okay, camera I'll get this overheated. one. Kresler, I'll rate that review. Those mailers are not my fault. <laughs> uh, it's basic biology. I give those memes the song Ripple by the Grateful Dead. Hey, great song. Great song. Very, very nice. Oh, yeah. We'll see. I give the memes four more years of Bukele. Bukele 2024. All right. And the next one, Winekiss. My score, Rocket Ship. Get on board three times. Rocket Ship. Get on board. Rocket Ship. Get on board. Rocket Ship. Get on board. All right, that's it. We're out of time. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We really appreciate it. I want to give a very special shout out to our awesome guests. Thank you so much for joining us today. Also, shout out to the Triple Elite Memes crew, Jedi. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me at, uh, at Jedi Scale. Um, and thanks, Nico, for letting us, letting us come up, letting me come up. Um, it's real. Uh, you let you let even people that that don't agree with you or uh, on every issue um, come up. It's it's the proof. It's right here. So keep doing what you do, Nico. 
We love you, man. Appreciate it, man. And of course, that's what Bitcoin's all about, right? Bitcoin is the great unifier. You could have differences, beliefs, ideological differences, personal differences, but Bitcoin is the common denominator. And that's the beauty of Bitcoin. And that's what we advocate for. It's not red versus blue. It's green versus orange. The party of green is a party of slavery, central bank digital currencies, and fiat. And the party of orange is a party of freedom, prosper freedom prosperity, and Bitcoin. Anyways, Jedi, it's been an honor to have you on the show today. Guys, that was Simply Bitcoin Live. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. But the number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share all Bitcoin content. Check out our audio version if you're on the go. Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Shout out to all the sats that are being streamed to us on Fountain. We love you all. We'll back, we'll be back tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you want to join the after party, uh, join us on Twitter Spaces, which we're co-hosting with the best play with the company. The best place to build your Bitcoin stack, swan.com. Shout out to the best producer in the game, producer Jacob. Opti's going to be holding it down until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply Bitcoin, Spaces, and Swan. So definitely check it out. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace out, everybody.